Blind spotting. I have to admit right off the bat that I didn't get as much research done as I wanted to for this show. So we're just going to wing it. Good? I mean, no, not Good. usually. But... Blind spotting. Directed by Danny Boyle and starring Ewan McGregor as a young heroin what? addict, Mark Renton. This twisted comedy was shot out that's, of an abandoned cigarette factory. That's what? not what that's not what this show or movie is about at all. Ewan McGregor. <laughs> no, no, no. Ewan McGregor. Danny Boyle. No. <laughs> it's the How's the guy from Sherlock in it? Sherlock in it? No. It's, wait, are you talking about train spotting? Blind spotting. No. That's oh, train spotting. <laughs> shoot. You're right. Okay, let me try it again. I promise. I'll get it. When a beautiful woman with no memory of who she is or how she got okay, there is discovered no, naked in no, New York Times not Square even close. with a bunch not. of tattoos, an FBI team No, not the show. Not the show. This is a show. No, blind spotting. The 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 movie with the V. What am I talking Raphael about? Casale. You're talking about the TV show Blind Spot. Blind Spot. Oh, Blind Spot. Oh, God. Blind Spotting. Okay, I think I can get it. A homeless black teen who is drifted in and out of public school systems for all his life. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, He's taken point. in by Sandra Bullock, and then he becomes a football star. No, that's that's the blind side. That's a, oh, <laughs> you see where I obviously. No, I don't. Mistake. I don't see it at all. I think I found it. Ready? Yeah. This epic gangster uh, show taking place in Birmingham, 1919, after the First Wait. World War, following Tommy no. Shelby okay, as a boss yeah, that's that just is Peaky Blinders. <laughs> Mind okay, yeah, okay. all right. Maybe Jeez. it would help if you just told me who was in this. Or who? <laughs> David Diggs. I got it, okay. Starring David Diggs, the post-apocalyptic dystopian thriller no, about a... No, not... Patch- what? Not, not, uh, what was the... A, a running train that's moving through <laughs> a frozen wasteland. Snowpiercer, that's on... what... No, it's not Snowpiercer either. You said David Diggs. Yeah, and I also was about to say Raphael Casal. Oh, okay. Blind spotting. How does a bastard orphan okay, son of a whore no, and a Hamill. Scotsman Jeez, how many, how many, how many other things did you have underneath? Maybe this? it would just help if you told them what blind spotting is about. Okay, so blind spotting the film takes span over four days, and it follows Colin and his insane friend Miles. And basically, at the very beginning of the film, Colin sees a uh, black man he's running from the police, and the police gun him down. And there's this tense scene where you wonder if the policeman is then going to turn the gun on Colin because he has three days of probation left. You figure out why uh, during around the middle of the film. But the cops come. Wait, film. Yes, film. I'm talking about the but film I thought right we were now. reviewing a show. Yeah, but this is obviously based off of the show. In fact, you get some people from the film in the show who are main characters. So the film came out, and then the show was like, we're just going to take from the film? Well, not really. The film came out in 2018, and like I said, the main character in the film is Colin, but you don't see Colin at all in this TV show. Um, in fact, they... <laughs> Wait, so you don't see the main character of the film in the TV show? Well, you see one of the main characters, Miles, but you don't see David Diggs, even though I know David Diggs is like writing. He has to have some part so in the So the crazy show. guy from the movie, you said. You said yeah. Miles was crazy. Yeah, Miles. Miles he yeah. makes it into the TV show. Yeah, he's at the very, very beginning where he like introduces the previously almost. In fact, he completely breaks the fourth wall. This show is not afraid to do that when the film was nothing like that. The film didn't break the fourth wall at all. This one, they literally call out Blind Spot as being a movie. Uh, for example, the. Wait, so Miles knows he was in a film? Almost, I mean, he talks to the camera, like, like, that's the first thing you see. You see he's in jail, he's speaking on the phone, and he's, and he, like, speaks straight to the camera and tells them what exactly went on. Um, but none of that stuff that, that they showed in the previously really has anything to do with the episode that I saw, which was episode four. Episode uh, four, do you know what the title is? Uh, no, I don't. Here, let me, 
It's called the Four Hustleteers. Okay, that makes yeah a lot of sense because who are the Four Hustleteers? The Four Hustleteers are yes, Miles, Colin, um, Ashley, who was in the film, and then Janelle, who is Colin's sister. Uh, and the reason what why about Earl. Earl is the tenant for uh, for kind of he's an ex-convict and he's the tenant for Janelle, but he's not part of it. The reason why they were called the four Husculateers is how they're called Husculateers, uh, like hustlers. Yeah, but like Husculateers. Right, is because when they were younger, I think around the ages of sixteen, they used to kind of sneak around in Miles' uh, old house where his mom used to live. In fact, his mom is in the show. Her name is Rainy, and they would basically smoke. Rainy weed. played by Helen Hunt. I think I finally found the show that we're okay. talking. About. And yeah. I'm looking at the Wikipedia page. Okay. So go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So the reason they were called that is because they would smoke weed and they basically just tried to break the rules as often as possible as teens do. But uh, basically Janelle is kind of the main character. She takes place of Colin, I feel like. In the Janelle film. is definitely not the main character. Maybe of the episode. But right. of the show, it's supposed to be Ashley. Yeah. Well, the, the, the weird thing about the show is that like really it didn't have a plot this episode at least. You followed four characters for the most part. Ashley and Rainy as they are just kind of talking and bonding in their house and then you follow an interaction between Janelle and Earl as they were talking about getting jobs and then sooner or later Janelle gives a full summary of the film of blind spotting and then she literally to, to Earl and it's like this is what happened to Colin and is it fairly accurate yeah yeah it is uh, because she mostly talks about the ending but I don't want to spoil it because I think that blind spotting the I mean film, if you're watching the fourth episode of the show you probably know about the ending of blind spotting the movie yeah but the, the thing about blind Find the film is that if you haven't seen it you should like i highly recommend okay, the so film. pause the podcast right now if you haven't seen the movie go watch it it was under uh, like watched I yeah guess it was underrated yeah. underrated in a way because the critical consensus for it was pretty high yeah positive. it's great but okay you yeah, really liked it i gave it a nine out of uh, a nine out of ten TV. but yeah. Uh, it didn't get watched by a lot of people and it kind of went under the radar. Yeah. and uh, so, so watch it first and then listen to this. Okay. Now you can spoil. All right. So by the end of Blind Spotting, Colin, um, he finds the officer who gunned down the black man who was running away. Was it a friend of his? No, it was just, just some random guy. Yeah, just a random guy. And this that... is in Oakland, right? Because it's supposed to be yep. like an ode to Oakland. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> He finds actually the house because he his job is to move furniture with his friend Miles. But the house that they go to at the very end of the film, coincidentally, is the person who he saw shoot, shoot the black man. So he goes... Like he owns that house? Yeah, he owns that house. Mm-hmm. Uh, his wife and his kid aren't even there. They kind of took off for the day. And... Um, you know, the, we've seen that Colin throughout the whole entire film is haunted by this. He's wondering, like, why did Do we the, see, Does he, like, have nightmares? He does. He has nightmares. Like, we even see he's, like, at a trial and he's, like, spitting out bullets. It's it's pretty gruesome. But the point is that by the end of the film, Colin brings a gun because the guy is there in his house. Um, and he's about to shoot the officer and he's asking him, why would you shoot him? And he's he's even rapping a little bit, which it sounds kind of hokey here, but it, it worked in the, um, in the basis of the film. And he doesn't end up shooting him. He's just like the difference between so you it's and like me. the purge right almost, <laughs> almost like, a little he finds bit. the guy who killed his kid and then he's like ah whatever right yeah almost a little bit because then uh colin just kind of is angry he leaves and uh miles kind of came down during the middle of the altercation um because the officer is like i didn't mean to because the officer's picture has been all over the news this shooting that happened and um and then miles is like are you sure and then leaves 
Um, and we learned that in the episode, episode four, Colin, after this whole entire exchange, even though the film ended with like this kind of funny moment where they just were going to go to their next location and move furniture, we learned that Colin. A little took bit of off. banter. Is it like Pulp Fiction in that way? Yeah, it's yeah. Just like. I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It, it is a little bit. The thing is, is that, like, blind spotting the film, it involves a lot of things that I think are even more relevant today than it was when it came out in 2018. But there's still a lot of funny parts to it. And I feel like the TV show was trying to do that just less successfully. I'll start off with how it. Things like um, police brutality, incarceration, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. And uh, I'll start off with. But it's uh, a comedy in the end. It is a comedy. There are some very funny parts, but it's one of those things where it's like it can turn on a dime from comedy to drama within a second, within a drop of a hat. Like, um, so make that transition over to the show. Right. It, it, so the show started off actually as a comedy. And I was really enjoying the first five minutes because, like I said, I didn't expect to see Miles in the show at all. I thought it was just one of those things where they cast everyone else except the main actors. So I was glad to see that he made the previously. And then it starts off with this weird scene where Ashley, the first scene of the show is her. She's sitting down in the middle of this penitentiary waiting to visit uh, Miles. Because mm-hmm. in the first episode, it says that he he was arrested mm-hmm. from the home, kind of in a shocking like right out of bed manner Uh-oh. and ashley's right there that's his wife yeah, and right. baby mama like right yeah exactly. they have a kid together sean right? sean yeah sean and sean we see at the very end of this episode but yeah ashley is waiting for him and then suddenly we see around about like five other people around her start dancing out of nowhere like it's this weird slow song that starts to take place abstract dance sequences greek chorus of dancers yeah and they're like doing this weird slow dance and i was like what is going on right now and then after about Art. yeah and then after about a minute of them dancing the song just cuts and someone comes out and is like wakefield it it is a little bit like that it it is um and then someone comes out of the visiting room i believe a cop and it's just like visiting hours are canceled and ashley gets up and screams fuck and then it cuts to a very reminiscent shot of the film blind spotting where you see blind spotting come out in a red lights Mm -hmm. uh, above a movie theater different director though because i think carlos uh, lopez estrada was busy and he couldn't do the well yeah you you can kind of tell because where the film was very fast paced around an hour and 30 minutes this show decides to take kind of a slow turn Mm -hmm. and and focuses on a different character goes a little slower right even goes somewhat a little bit of an experimental route but then the next scene which was probably my favorite scene out of the whole thing was when we see that janelle again that's colin's sister uh she is like going through this montage of dating people i think she's using tinder for it and we see one of the workaholics show up and he's which one blake anderson the guy with the big hair okay yeah and he's talking about how wasn't he in that woke show too yeah and so it was weird seeing him in both of these things but he's talking about how he's very active with his friends and you think he's talking about like playing football maybe in the park or something but then he's like on ps4 so he's talking about that's completely in character with him (laughs) and then he always plays sort of like the weird wacky dude right and then you see a couple other people like there's even a reference to the first scene of blind spotting the film and this one where uh she's where this guy's talking about how he carries alcohol and she's like but you don't actually carry right and he's like i carry all the time and he pulls out a gun <laughs> and that, that that's like kind of happens in the first scene uh-huh. of the film and then we see someone from the film show up for a cameo because in the film uh miles and colin go to visit this party and the host of the party is there and the host of the party shows up it ends up being one of the people that janelle goes on a date with and he is basically the same character the whole time so I, how do these dates go for her they they're successful? all terrible they're all why are they terrible because the people that she's dating are just either complete dorks or completely crazy no one pulls out a gun when they're on a date <laughs> and it's just like i carry all the <laughs> and like waving it around
around and everything. Um, and then the next scene we see is Earl. Now, Earl is the tenant of, I believe, like this apartment complex or this row of houses. And he's an ex-convict and he's being... He has a visit from someone named James, and James is parole officer. Yeah, parole yeah. officer. He's trying to get like uh, Earl to get a job because you he's need one. Because if you're yeah, if you're on yeah. parole, you need to get a job or else like you go back to jail. <laughs> right, and that's something that that James says. He's like, you have to get a job very very soon because your year is almost up. And then Earl is like, I know, and he pulls out like he's a gone. weed. <laughs> 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 he pulls out like weed and he starts smoking it, and then James takes it throws it on the ground and starts stomping on it multiple times and he's like you went to jail for, for so he's me. one of those cool pearl officers he's not looking to get his client back into well then then earl goes but weed's legal now and i take it from my paranoia and then james like has this awkward like realization yeah. face and he's like but oh. you could tell like his motives were right good. his motives were to help Yo. him but it was amazing <laughs> where it was just like yeah it's legal and now he's just stomped on it and, i think uh, the point is like what did he go to prison originally for uh, uh yeah i think so i think i think james said something like that um and then he's like I think yeah. that they would have expunged their record but yeah yeah and then he's like get a job and they leave so in the first five minutes i was like oh this show is like starting off pretty great it has funny scenes it has characters that i definitely come to realize and liked in the film and then the next 25 minutes are where that slow turn kind of takes place because the rest of the episode revolves around Janelle and Earl. They basically bond and just talk about a variety of different subjects. How about Rainy? I thought Rainy was And then Rainy also is a character that I wasn't too big a fan of because I didn't Hunt? see Helen Hunt. Yeah, she didn't have really a compelling character story arc at all. She's, called, she's Miles' mom. Miles' mom isn't in uh the film but i guess she showed up here because they wanted to give miles more backstory yes uh and are you sure she wasn't in the film though i don't think so i don't remember uh and then but she's living with ashley and sean and sean's gone off to a play ashley's actually living with them well because she oh is that is that what's okay yeah yeah. after she left her house she went to go live with janelle and and rain oh okay yeah so well the point trish sorry not yeah, Trish, and apparently Trish has been, like, MIA because she got slapped in the face so by Trish isn't in this Rainy. Episode. She's not in the episode at all. Uh, Miles makes, like, a quick sense about her in the previously, and that's about it. But Sean's gone over to his friend's house to see Reservoir Dogs, and there's even a funny joke where um, Ashley thinks that that's just, like, a nature doc. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then Rainy's like, no, You've never seen Reservoir Dogs, the nature dog? <laughs> yeah, no. So, but then it's, yeah, it's just basically them bonding for the next 25 minutes. Those it's supposed two to be a weed-centric episode, right? So, yeah, like, they're all high the entire time. Yeah, because... So, is it like that 70s show, or... Family Guy, where they they. <laughs> I mean, a little bit. He goes a little bit. Just where they bond of, over. It goes a melodramatic route. Like both of the Janelle and Ashley. I guess they check their son's room or, or something like that. Uh, Ashley definitely does to try and find weed. And yeah, then, and then wait, she, they look for in Sean's room for weed. Yeah, Ashley does, and then like how so, old is Sean? Sean, I'd say, is like seven or eight. Oh, maybe yeah. it was Miles' room. It, it probably was... was in Sean's room. <laughs> well, the point is... I think it was probably Miles' room. <laughs> Man, there, there was a lot of names that were flying around, okay? okay. But, but they, uh, yeah, they end up sharing weed with Janelle and Earl, who are across the street. So they, like, put up a clothesline, and they start, like, putting weed on this clothesline and, like, start sending it to each other's windows because there's a direct line to one another. Mm-hmm. But, again, there's not much plot that actually happens in the episode because that's basically it like janelle i know i know a lot of the movie had to do with like the issues of gentrification right yeah did any of this episode i mean not really no it may have just been a more character formulating episode
episode? Maybe. Like, From the previously, it seemed like a lot of stuff kind of had gone down in the first three episodes, but it still was just... The, the funniest thing that happens after those first five minutes is, again, Janelle tells the full summary, says that Colin dipped, basically, and then she turns to Earl. Which was probably helpful for you who hadn't seen the first three episodes. Right, right. Well, no, she explains what happened to Colin, who I don't think is in the show at all, um, and, and gives a summary of the film, and then she's like, it was a whole movie, and then gives the weed to Earl, mm-hmm. obviously being very, very meta. But then Janelle and Earl decide to have a cook-off because Janelle's like, are you hungry, Earl? Because I can make you some food. And then Earl insults her. And he's like, you, like her cooking? You, yeah, you cannot cook. And then she's like, yes, I can. And then they decide to have a cook-off where they're both going to cook curry. And that's where another one of these random song, somewhat dance sequences take place. I was going to say, place. if you're getting high in an episode <laughs> and you don't include, and your show includes like a bunch of dance sequences and abstract like weird choreography yeah. and stuff, and you don't include it there, then you're kind of missing an opportunity. Well, right. Yeah, and also the lights as well. Like, it's kind of purplish. Like, it went along with the tone nicely, I guess. But then they both decide to cook curry. Um, and Janelle talks about how she moved back to Oakland because originally she left for about five years or so yeah. and then came back. And kind of upon that realization, just kind of realized that she's wasted her life a little bit and decides to just kind of turn in for the night. Earl wants to know who won, so he goes over to um, Ashley and Rainey's house and basically puts the curry down and doesn't tell which one is which. And uh, when Rainey and Ashley both taste it, they agree that Earl won the curry contest. On the other side of the fence, where um, Ashley and Rainey's story is concerned, it's just a lot of Rainey kind of, um, I guess, trying to advise Ashley on how to be a mother and how to um, deal with the fact that Miles is behind bars and everything like that uh but really that's where the show ends there's one other funny part where sean comes back he's afraid of having his ear cut off because of the reservoir dog scene and then um and then the mom of the kid that uh bought sean back basically the mom of the friend of sean she tells her uh you know i should have been paid more attention next week we're going to be showing boogie nights so he should be fine with that <laughs> and it's like i i laughed at the joke but it's one of those things where and i don't mean to be nitpicky but Boogie Nights is completely 100% about porn and violence and stuff. But that's but like, like you, it would make way more sense for Reservoir Dogs you to think of that as a nature documentary. You might be being a little stickler here. Uh, Yeah, the point is, yeah. So, and that's basically where the show ends. It's just the last. Did you feel like it was a good portrayal of Oakland? Like it was supposed to be a favorable one, the movie or the TV show? the, the, The movie definitely. So, I think that the TV show really didn't focus on the city of Oakland. Well, that's surprising based on the interviews I've read and stuff because you have this artistic hotbed. And I know you have shows like Atlanta and The Shy, which both take their cities and like to not only show very similar issues with gentrification and uh, the police and race and, and all of that, but then turn it into a comedy sometimes and play it for laughs while also like a satire. So with this, though, you have Oakland, which is always been an artistic hotbed like ryan coogler who did make fruitville station uh, boots riley who made sorry to bother you yeah. david diggs who made this um both and, uh, and but i guess once i started to bother you and fruitvale station are very very like the tone it's very reminiscent of, of uh blind spotting so. yeah and R- rafael castle the guy who plays miles mm-hmm, yeah. like they're all from oakland and then you have mc hammer who's also from <laughs> so it's it's it goes back a long way tupac was from oakland oh wow okay so they have a reason to want to present the city and show its problems but also at the time the same time respect for 
what it's had in the past and, and what's come out of it. Yeah, and but, I, I understand that, but the, like it just it seemed a little bit unnecessary. The the actual ending shot is they, where they didn't want to continue it. Originally. No, I and I understand that. Like when I, they did the movie to be Diggs and Raphael, they thought that both of them they were like, okay, we're out. That's the movie is done. We're, we don't yeah, want to continue I, as a TV show. But Lionsgate came to them and they were like, okay, Stars wants to do this series. And they were like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but then eventually they, they thought, well, what if we concentrated on a different character? And they decided Ashley would be a good one because you know who plays Ashley, though. After all this, do you recognize who no, Ashley was? I didn't recognize. I didn't. It was another <laughs> Hamilton alum, Peggy. Oh, 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 Jasmine yeah. Jasmine I mean, Jones. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she's the daughter of Ron Sefos Jones, who is in This Is Us, Mr. Robot, as Romero, Luke oh, Cage. Okay. Um, yeah. she's, she's got a ton of facts about her. I've got, I've got a few here, and I want to see if you can identify the one that's fake. Okay. One, she has a pet tortoise named Tony that was a gift from Anthony Ramos, uh, which is her co-star in that Hamilton. Sounds, that sounds that sounds Two, very true because get, I know Anthony Ramos showed up in the pilot of this show. But yeah, you get but. big. Uh, her big break was in Hamilton, where she played mm-hmm. Peggy Schuyler and Maria Reynolds. Interesting. Okay, and I'm saying that that was yeah. the big thing that brought her into fame. Right. Uh, then you have they asked her to read for all the female roles in Blind Spotting before casting her specifically for Ashley for the film. I imagine. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then she also because it took them nine years to make the film. Yeah, they no, really I, wanted to do yeah, that for a long time. Right. And then she won an Emmy for her Queeby series, Free Ray Sean. <laughs> she won an Emmy for a Queeby series. Well, one of those things is not like the other because you said Hamilton. Well, Queeby, I guess, came out after Hamilton. I'm going to go with the Queeby series. That sounds too... She won an Emmy for <laughs> a Queeby series. I mean, that's that's pretty impressive. Yeah, okay, so what was it? Was it, it was the, the tortoise. The tortoise? She's actually married to Anthony Ramos. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense why he ended up being in this show for the first episode. And also why so much of Hamilton is in this show. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I I was going to say that the, the show ends with um, Ashley. She's staring at a photo of Colin and Miles. And then you get this kind of pan over. And I wasn't really sure what they were trying to symbolize there. Where two of the dancers from the first scene were just kind of dancing and, like, and going through, like... Well, the dancers they have are, or the choreographers that they have are, like, really famous. They're, they've done Broadway and stuff before. Yeah. So they're I mean, really I mean, proud of that, even though it's... Look, this show has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. It's critically... It, like, the cr- critical consensus, claimed? again, is, like, 100%. I said, it, like, it's really good. Every review I've read has always been, like, great, 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 great. Huh. But episode to episode... It doesn't look like anybody's watching it or reviewing it. It doesn't look like there's a lot. It, like on IMDb, it has a 5.8, but it that doesn't seem mean. like there's that many ratings for it. So it feels like again, this is under the <laughs> radar. It yeah, feels the like film it's under like the, the radar. Too. So, is but this. you said you like the movie. It seems like more than the yeah. Show. I, I like the show because again, I felt that the show was just a little bit unnecessary. Like I like Ashley in the film. I like her in the show as well. But I didn't really feel like I really need to see her. You know. But is it, is it cool to revisit those characters? I mean, yeah, a little bit. Like, I, I definitely liked seeing the cameos that they had from the original film, but I don't really see how it served a purpose. I didn't did get it any elevated. Did it remind you of other shows like I May Destroy You? Yeah, 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 I definitely it did? did. Yeah, and, and uh, Master of None. Dark. Master, Master of None as well. I, I wrote that down, but I wasn't sure if I should bring it up because, I mean, it's different. It's yeah. about New York. It's about different areas. I think, I, I just think that with the potential maybe that they had for the show, it could have been a little better because i didn't feel like there was a driving force that at least in this episode yeah at least with this episode so cool so do you want to know one just funny other weed centric yeah. episode yeah sure. um harvey birdman 
uh, <laughs> when he defended Shaggy because he was busted for being high all the time. So the original, the original. Uh, I was just looking but, up once for, yeah. for this <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else about, uh, like, what, what are you expecting for the rest of the series? I mean, I... I Do you ass- think Miles is going to get out? Yeah, maybe for, like, the end of season one. And Do I you imagine... think What's-His-Face is going to return? I would, I'd be very surprised if the V Diggs made an he's appearance a co- He's a co-creator, I mean. Yeah, but he's really famous as of now. He's doing he's, so much. Yes, this is one of the things he's doing, though. I yeah, feel like they'd have to bring him in for just maybe, a nod. Maybe if they were like, hey, look. Like him. a Michael Scott end of the well, office. I was going to say. Like, maybe, he doesn't even say a word. He just nods. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, maybe if, if they tell him you're not going to get a season two, David Diggs might make like a little bit of an appearance. But also it would kind of take away from the whole entire fact that he almost shot a cop and then had to leave. Like the reason he left made sense. Like he I thought the reason there. Miles was arrested was because he was the one who shot the to- a cop. I haven't seen. Lawrence no, no one, so. no one shot a cop in prison <laughs> because but. he was a he was he threatened to. So Miles isn't the one who made no, any no. So he must have been arrested for something else. This takes place six months after the film. Oh, obviously. okay, so. yeah, that makes sense. I I think that if you were interested in the TV series, you should check out probably at least the first episode. I might even do Sorry, that. Sorry, you mean the movie. The movie, yeah, check out the movie, but also, no, like... No, no, you said if you were interested in the TV series. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, okay, no, I got what you're saying. So you're saying just check out the pilot. Check out the pilot, because, yeah, like, I might even do that and skip through it, but, like I said, my first impressions, maybe not the not the best show. All right, so what would you give it? Uh, Like a 5 out of 10. Wow, that low. It's just nothing happened. So 9 out of 10 for the movie, 5 nine. out of 10 for the show. Yeah. And okay. I, but I did, I like I said, like, the first five minutes, so there's, so there's that. All right, well... Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next episode. Hope you enjoyed this one. Bye. Bye.